What's shaking? What's going down? What's the word on the street? What's the haps? I'm trying to stay hip, folks. Am I doing it? Eh, not really. But you know what? I need this information because I have a very important podcast. If you didn't already know that, I need information in order to do that. But I didn't need that today because today's guest, he did all the talking. Yes, more guests, less of me is always a good thing. And I want to thank Cam Suprika for doing all of the heavy lifting in this episode. But I also want to thank our sponsor, Spice Dog Provisions. They are chefs. They make delicious hot sauces. And if you go to their website, SpiceDogProvisions.com, they are giving you a discount, 10% off your entire purchase. All you have to do is put in the promo code COMETS10. I don't know if Cam likes hot sauce. One of the things we didn't talk about, it seems like we talked about everything else, but didn't talk about hot sauce preferences. Maybe we'll get to that uh, in a later episode. So I'm going to stop rambling, and uh, I'm just going to give it to Cam Suprika on this week's episode of the Comets Podcast. Well, all right. Well, this is your very first podcast, and I'm honored that you've uh, chosen me. Yeah. Uh, to take your maiden voyage. This is awesome. <laughs> but, dude, you're a badass. I saw you got suspended in, in Europe, right? Did you see that? I saw that. <laughs> I, saw, I saw the clip, and it was actually – they, like, made an example of you. It's like, this is why he was suspended. This is Cam Suprika. He yeah. is enemy number one, and uh, he shall never play hockey here again. <laughs> it was like uh, the player of justice, Department of Justice, or whatever. What it, the, the league, yeah, it yeah. was during COVID, too. And it was a funny story with that. That was our last game. And uh, our we didn't have a very good team that year. Yeah. Right? We were like – I want to say with the OHL guys that we went over there with, uh, there was like four or five of us, and when we got there, they didn't have one win. And we ended up playing 15 games, and I think we won three games. And that was one of the games we were up a lot, and it was our last game of the season. Yeah. And because of COVID, if you fought or whatever, you got kicked out of the game. <laughs> so I knew it was like a little bit of a bad hit. It wasn't even in that bad yeah. of a hit, but I knew that if I like jumped the guy, I'd get kicked out of the game. And I think I had a goal and assist already in that game. So I was like, this is perfect. I can sit and watch the third period and, and the guys can play for the rest of the game. I was hoping to go back to play in the OHL. So I was like, oh, let, let the rest of the guys on the team play. <laughs> and it's funny because when I did see that video again, some of the guys are telling me like, oh, if you ever come back to this league you're still gonna have to serve that yeah, one yeah. suspension <laughs> <laughs> and i was like oh that's too good because the video is hilarious yeah and yeah yeah it was yeah really it's a funny. whole explanation of a guy trying to speak english yeah, you can tell his english isn't great yeah yeah you can uh, show old diamond hands maybe a little something <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was funny he was actually teaching us a few things it uh, was yeah some of the guys yeah. just asked him which has been nice to yeah. have him like just some little tips and tricks yeah. you know just you never know what you might learn, even yeah. if it's just one little thing. But I haven't fought too much. I think I have. <laughs> if you look at my fight cards, I might have like five or six fights. But hey, yeah, got to start somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah, man, yeah. nothing on you, man. So cool. Yeah. So, uh, man, I I read something that you were the worst stick boy of all time. Yeah, but you literally yeah. uh, couldn't find a job as a stick boy. Yeah, you went to, you went to plane <laughs> instead of. Equipment managing. <laughs> yeah, so I uh, – that is a funny story. One of the reporters from Hamilton, my dad had coached for the Balboa Bulls. So when I was younger, I would always just go to the rink. Yeah. And I just loved being at the rink. I was such a such a nerd. And I, honestly, if you ask Sky now, I'd probably drive him nuts because I'm always <laughs> asking him stuff about equipment and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. I just love that part of the game. And, um, yeah, so I was always at, at the rink with my dad and – 
And um, so I started to, you know, start hanging out with the quit managers and whatnot. And my dad would kind of leave me with the quit managers and they'd kind of babysit me for a little bit throughout the day while practices going on or whatnot. So I fell in love with kind of being like the, the little stick boy yeah. or what, whatnot. And obviously I was just there because my dad was at work and I was, uh, everyone treated me really well. But yeah, that was funny. I, my dad used to always surprise me. He used to pick me up from school early at like one or two o'clock and I'd get to go on the bus with the Belleville Bulls, yeah. the OHL team. And um, I used to stand on the bench and whenever a stick broke, like I wasn't the guy grabbing the stick, yeah. but I'd always like try and like, I could never see the play cause I was so small. I remember that I'd stand on a little milk crate, you know, in the, t- <laughs> in the tunnel yeah, yeah. on the bench and I'd always stand on a milk crate and try and see over top and yeah. And, uh, yeah, whenever a stick broke, I'd try and yell, be like, Oh, grab his stick, grab his stick. But I was just really bad at it. I was just a young kid who just loved being there. So yeah, she wrote a funny article about that <laughs> because Belleville had moved to Hamilton and obviously I got to play for Hamilton too, which yeah. was, which was definitely, um, a different experience. And obviously I grew up wanting to play for the Belleville Bulls too. So even just being a part, a part of the Belleville Bulls and being a part of the team with my dad being there and that was like so special to me. So like, that was almost like my NHL, you know, I wanted, that was what I wanted to do. Yeah. And I was like, kind of like how, you know, I was honestly, I was talking to Noah about it, Gansky. And he said, a lot of kids from Minnesota, they just want to play college hockey. Like that's, that's their it. main yeah, goal yeah, yeah. is to play college hockey. And yeah. for me, it was to play for the Belleville Bulls. So that's I got to technically play for the team in some yeah. way. It was the old team, but yeah, yeah, no, it was, it was definitely pretty cool to grow up, uh, living in a hockey rink but, but to give it some context your dad yeah. it was coach yeah right yeah he was yeah. an assistant coach yeah. yeah so he so he would always be there in the morning like similar schedule to like yeah. what we have you know they do the, the skate in the morning and then something in the afternoon or workout or whatnot so i try and get over there as much as i could after school or some days i'm sure i pretended to be sick just to go to the <laughs> rink with my dad <laughs> yeah That's but it was great. awesome i loved it i loved it. and it was it was really special um you know, to, to play in that rink after too. Like I did all the Bulls camps. They do camps in the summer. I do all the Belva Bulls camps. So I was, I was obsessed at a young age. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet, man. But your, your dad's now, he's a coach or a scout now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. With the Kings. So, yep. So he transitioned from coaching and coached in Belleville. Um, I want to say for nine to 10 years. And then he went to Kingston when Belleville yeah. moved to Hamilton. He was there for a few years, and then he started becoming an AHL scout for Los Angeles. So he would mainly just watch Belleville and Laval and Utica and Rochester and Toronto. They were all kind of with our, yeah. within our area of Belleville, so he was easy. Yeah. it was easy for him to drive. So he started doing that AHL scouting, and then he just kept working his way up. And now he does NHL scouting, where he does the West Coast Division. So he has you know, Arizona, Las Vegas and Los Angeles. So it's, it's a pretty cool job. It's yeah. a lot of travel and, you know, he works really hard, but it's, uh, it's, it's pretty awesome to see. It's obviously something I'd like to do when I'm done playing yeah. too. So I'll always try to go to a game with him if I can, yeah. if I can go with him. But yeah, it's, uh, he's worked really hard to get to where he is and it's pretty cool to see where, <laughs> yeah, where, yeah. where, where he's gotten and, you know, he's, he's doing really well. So hopefully he just continues to have some success. Does, uh, your dad probably knows Robbie Laird, right? Yep. yep. Okay. So, Robbie, so, yeah, so you probably had a little, uh, introduction to Fort Wayne before you even got here. hundred percent. Yeah. So I already knew how much of a legend he kind of was yeah. here before that, before I got yeah. traded here. Um, I talked to him a little bit when I went to Bakersfield, cause obviously there, that was kind of up in the air that potentially, you know, if yeah. Bakersfield wanted me to come here or whatnot, or 
the coaches liked me in Bakersfield, then I could maybe come in here. So I talked to Robbie a little bit, but my dad and him talk all the time. So I have uh, two older brothers and a younger sister and a half sister. So my oldest brother is born in 97, that's Joshua. And then uh, another brother who's born in 99, Alex. And uh, Josh grew up playing uh, right away, and Alex kind of tried it. Um, he didn't really love it, so he didn't stick with yeah. it. Alex was honestly probably one of the better athletes in our family. <laughs> he played every sport. Like, he played soccer, basketball, hockey, um, volleyball in high school. So he kind of did everything. Yeah. And Josh and I pretty much just stuck with hockey. So it was nice. I got to watch Josh a lot um, growing up. He um, also played for the Wellington Dukes, which was a junior A team that was about 20 to 30 minutes away from Belleville. So I got to see him play a little bit of junior hockey, and then he decided to go play Division One hockey in uh, Buffalo with Canisius um, Griffins, and he was there for two seasons, and then he came back to the OHL and um, finished in the OHL and then went to Carleton, actually, So, which he actually played with a few guys who I've been lucky enough to play with um, the past two seasons, which was cool. I got to play with Francois Broussard, oh, okay. who okay. he played with yeah, at yeah. Carleton, okay. and another guy named Andrew Jarvis, who okay. I played with last year in Tulsa. Okay. So it's been kind of funny, you know, to be able to play with yeah. brothers. My brother got to play with. So, um, but yeah, he's done playing hockey now, and he's moved <laughs> on. He's a mortgage broker now. Yeah. He's doing really well for himself, so I'm happy for him that he's done playing hockey. But he even came to visit a few weekends ago. He's like, oh, I just miss it so much. He's yeah. like, yeah, he got to come out for dinner with uh, some of the guys after the game. And he's like, oh, this is what I miss the most. You yeah. Know? So, But, yeah, so it was always nice having an older brother who played hockey and had the same yeah. kind of passion as I did for yeah. it. And I got to learn a lot from him and a lot from him. Honestly, a lot of mistakes, you know, that my brother made, you know, learning, learning a lot from – what he went through, you know, and, yeah. and he helps me a lot with that too. Like my brother, um, you know, he played for a lot of teams. He met a lot of people and he, there's a lot of lessons that he learned in, along the way that he's kind of helped with, with me. So it's been great to have an older brother who's kind of experienced it before I did. And, and then, uh, yeah, like my brother, Alex too, he, he didn't really play hockey too much. And same thing with my sister and, and then my half sister is only is only six, so she's she might be getting oh, wow. into it soon. Yeah, they just they got her some skates and a pink helmet, so she, I'm sure she'll tr play hockey for a little bit, but we'll yeah. see. I'm trying to push her towards golf or tennis, you know, <laughs> an individual sport. But that's uh, a big gap between I, siblings. What yeah, is up with so, that? So my parents, my parents split, and my dad got remarried okay. and had another child. Yeah, okay. so it's different. It, it definitely is different. So like I was. I want to say I was 15 uh, when Gwen, my youngest sister, was born. So it was cool. It was kind of a different experience for me, too, to kind of like – Yeah. I learned a lot on that side of things, too, you know, like small things like how to change a diaper. I didn't do <laughs> I didn't do it much, <laughs> but I learned. I maybe did it once yeah, or twice, yeah. but I learned how to do little things like that and how to hold a baby <laughs> or whatnot, right? Like Yeah. So it was really cool. I I love her. She's the best, and she always puts a smile on my face. So it's, it's nice when I get to go home and see her and – and see her grow up. She's grown up fast. How so. old's your dad? My dad is turning 53. Oh, yeah. I'm almost 50. Or, yeah, he might be turning yeah. 54. He's a 70. Yeah. I'm almost 50, and I couldn't imagine having a kid. Oh, I know. A, a young kid. I, <laughs> I know. Your dad's insane. And he had four. <laughs> and he had four so he's got five altogether. He's got five now, yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, he, you know, he's doing good, though. He's, uh, it's great, though. It's honestly, it's. It's different. It's kind yeah. of it's different for me to see too, honestly. Like seeing her grow up and 
uh, just how similar she is to the rest of us yeah. too. And I'm just, I could see how he's <laughs> get gets, uh, she drives him crazy. I'm sure a little yeah. bit, just like the rest of yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. You like a uh, stepmom? Uh, yeah. She, oh she yeah. Cool? She's, she's great. Awesome. Yeah. Jill, her name's Jillian. Yeah. Jillian's been great. She's, she's treated me so well and she supported me so much with my hockey. Like I was moved away when I was 15 too. So she was always sending me stuff and visiting me and, you know, just very loving. So it's, I have a great sport sport at home, you know, even my mom, my mom has a boyfriend too, Dave and Jenron and he's he's very supportive of me too, so I you know, I, I can't complain. I have yeah. four four parents who are <laughs> who are there for me all times and I know that uh they'll do anything for me. So it's pretty cool, man. It is, it yeah, is. Man. Yeah, you know, there's been a lot of tough times, sure, their family yeah. throughout the years, but yeah. You know, looking on it, it's like you know, we're all uh, we're all have great support system, yeah. and you can't complain. So, so, what was it like growing up with four other brothers and sisters? Yeah. And what what uh, what's the dynamic there? Who beat up on who? Well, that was the thing. <laughs> the two older brothers. You know, I I got beat up quite a bit, uh, <laughs> especially Alex. Alex always gave me the run. The one that was two years older than me. Are you, Him the, and I, are you the smallest? Yes, I wa- well I was for a little bit, and then I yeah. started I started getting a lot bigger than. Josh and Alex, and then it kind of changed a little bit. Yeah. But Alex and I used to always go at it when we were younger. We used to have a – my dad built us this little hockey rink in the basement. It was like a little rec room. and we Slap had, shot regatta. Oh, <laughs> we had boards and everything in there. Uh, so Josh and I would always go shoot pucks down there yeah. and stuff all the time and play post and whatnot. And then Alex and I would <laughs> usually be going at it when we play basketball <laughs> or something out outside. So it was great, though. I – I mean, I wouldn't really change it for anything. I have two older brothers who, you know, it, it was different. You know, they were hard on me. And, then, yeah. you know, but it's, you know, I have two older brothers that I look up to and that are, I know they're always going to be there for me. So yeah. that's great. That's cool. Again, yeah. man, that's, that's awesome. When you hear those stories, you know, yeah. and even even though your parents aren't together, you're yeah. still, everyone is still happy. Yeah. And, you know, that's I, great. I wish we all, uh, honestly, I wish we all got to play together. I wish Alex yeah. played hockey. Yeah. And I got to play with all, both of them. That would have been really cool. I tried to with my brother, Josh. He actually, his last year of junior hockey, he played junior A yeah. in Wellington. And I was with the Peterborough Peets. I signed with Peterborough in the summer, hoping to play for the OHL team that year. And I was up and down with their junior A team. So I never actually even got to play against him or play with him. And if I would have planned it right, I would have been able to play with my older brother, which I oh, I wish I could have done that. But, I mean, it was still really cool. That It was it was a cool year. They went – I don't know if you know too much about junior hockey in the, in Canada. Yeah. It's like they go to the RBC Cup. I think it's different now. So basically like all the leagues yeah, come yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my brother's yeah. team ended up going super yeah. far at the end of the year. And I got to watch him play and stuff at home, yeah. which was really cool for me to watch. But I wish I was a part of it. But <laughs> at the same time, it was it was pretty sweet to be able to watch my older brother play junior hockey. That's cool, man. Yeah. Again, that's that's really. Have you uh, played against anybody that that played when you were a kid when you were the stick boy? Oh, you... yes. So that's a funny story because yeah. we were just in Rapid City. Yeah, Alex Aliardi. Oh, okay. Played for my dad. He's from Fort Wayne. Yes, <laughs> and he played for my dad. Um, and I want to say I would have been, uh, how old? I think he played there in 2010, okay. 11. So I would have been nine or nine or yeah. 10 years old. And I was basically just running around the rink at the time. And I saw him, uh, last week and I was like, yeah. hey, you remember me, man? And, uh, he was like, Oh my God, man. Like you <laughs> used to be so much smaller and he was funny. He was like, Oh, say hi to the old man yeah. for me. And yeah, so it was pretty funny. Like 
I'm sure he's like, holy moly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, he was yeah. playing in the OHL for the Bulls when yeah. he was, you know, 19, I think, yeah. at the time. And he might have even been 20. I think he's 10 years older than I am. And, and uh, he saw me run around the rink as a little <laughs> kid, and now we're playing against each other. So <laughs> it was honestly a pretty cool moment for myself, too, because, yeah. like, I was so young. So I used to look up to those guys like crazy. Like, I thought they were – yeah. You know, that was the NHL for me. So Yeah, yeah. So it was really it was honestly kind of funny and cool to be able to play against him. Uh, that's that's see, that's yeah. cool. See those stories, man. I, I love to hear those yeah, stories it, about the you know, just it's such a small world yeah. that we live in, you yeah. know, in the hockey world. I was even looking at the um the picture of the championship team, the most recent yeah. championship team in Fort Wayne and I saw Stephen Harper. Yeah. And that was another guy who my dad coached really? in Belleville, too. So I was younger okay. as well. So I think he's a 95. Yeah. So he's six years older than I was. Yeah. So I was still young at the time when he was playing in Belleville. So that was yeah. another guy I remember as well. <laughs> yeah. There was a bunch of guys. I mean, I could go on and on. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was pretty special. That's yeah. a fun – yeah, that's fun stuff right yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. So uh, did you know anybody when you got here? Anyone on this team? Uh, I'm trying to think. I don't think so. I think – I don't think so. I knew of some players. Yeah. Obviously, I played against a few guys. I played against yeah. Brett Brochu. Yeah. He was in London, and I was in Guelph my last year. So I got to play against Brett quite a bit. Um, but I didn't know Brett, so I don't, I don't think so. I think just I knew I had connections in yeah. you know, the hockey world. Oh, so yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Like, even, yeah. even Vulcan, uh, he played at U of A last year, and one of his teammates was uh, the Billet family that I lived with in Peterborough when I was 15. <laughs> And it was one of the sons of the yeah. family that was Volcan's teammate last yeah. year at U of A. So, like, there's always these little crazy yeah. connections, you know, you could find with any guy on the team. Yeah. So I didn't know anyone, yeah. but, you know, just through those connections made it a little easier yeah. to break the ice and, and get more comfortable with my teammates. So I, when you played for your dad, I take it you lived at home? Yes. So that, how, that's kind of weird. I mean, because now he's your coach and your dad and you're still going home and oh yeah, and, and, oh, yeah. <laughs> and going home after games. And oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah. have to hear about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, no, it helped. It helped when my da- dad was a coach. Even now, too, as him as a scout yeah. with my dad, you know, he uh, he helps me so much. He sees the game so differently than other people may. Like, because he's watching. When he watches a game and scouts a game, he's only watching, you know, three to five players. Yeah. So for you and I, we're probably watching the puck, and we're just watching yeah, normal yeah. hockey play- or fans. Yeah. Obviously, you're looking at it differently yeah. as well, too, because you're broadcasting. But for me, most fans who watch the game, it's a lot different where he's watching more individual yeah. tendencies and stuff like that. So he can help me with that so much. And even he does a lot of video, too, where like there's a lot of games he has to watch on video where he'll send me clips of NHL players of like them executing a play yeah. well. And it's like, okay, well, that's something i got to work on. Yeah. Or, or so whatnot. does he have a scouting report on you? Does I'm, he have it? I'm sure there are. Like if I went through his <laughs> scouting, I'm sure if I asked him to go look at it, there would be scouting reports on me. Yeah. I, like from other guys as well, but yeah. obviously yeah. him too. Yeah, he will do that. I'll ask him sometimes, yeah. hey, can you write a report on me on the game tonight? Yeah. And, you know, you might look at a game and be like, okay, well, as a defenseman, I had, you know, maybe one, two shots on net. Um, had a very, you know, quiet game. And then he'll send me reports like the things I did well that maybe I didn't realize I did yeah. well. You know, like little yeah. things, you know, that, you know, scouts have an eye for it. They pick up that, yeah. you know, guys at the next level do well. So it, sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. But, you know, he <laughs> does a good job at um, 
making sure that it's constructive criticism and that yeah. I'm learning and it's not just him being hard on me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have to complain to mom. Yeah. You know what exactly. dad said about me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you actually got called up to, you got here and you immediately had to turn right back around and go home. Yeah. Right. I think it was three. I think I played three games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. So that was another interesting thing too, because my mom, it was my birthday on the 28th yeah. of October and, my mom came for the weekend. I think we had three games. We played Toledo. It might have been a three and three against yeah. Toledo, or we played them Friday. We only Saturday. played three and threes. I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, it was a three and three. Yeah, of course, it was a three and three. Right? <laughs> when do we not play three and threes? I think it was Friday, Saturday, and then maybe Sunday was just wheeling. And uh, my mom came up for the weekend because it was my birthday, and so her and uh, her her boyfriend Dave drove up um, to come watch for the weekend and. I uh, walked out of the room at the end of the game, and, and uh, Skyler grabbed me and said that um, Jesse wanted to see me. So I, I, I didn't know what was going on. We had just lost to Toledo. I wasn't too <laughs> Did happy. Did you have a sinking feel? Like, that's got to that's gotta be a weird feeling. I, yeah, but Skyler had, like, a weird look on <laughs> yeah. his face. So I knew it was something, like, positive, I think. Yeah. Even though we just lost. Nine, yeah. I think it was 9-2. Nine, nine to two. That yeah. was the 9-2 game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I personally didn't feel like I had a great game either, and. And I went to go talk to him. He told me I was getting called up to Belleville. And that's when the calls started coming in. And I got like four or five calls within, you know, five, ten minutes about what the plan was. And then, yeah, next thing was, uh, what what are we doing? So we decided <clears throat> we had a game. The game was the next night at home. And obviously I have a seven or eight-hour drive yeah. back. Yeah. So it was whether are we going to fly or are we going to drive. So they're like, okay, well, if we send you a car service, you're going to have to change over cars at the border mm -hmm. and go to a new car service, and it's going to leave at 7 a.m. tomorrow. And I'm like, well, I'm so excited. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. Yeah, I just played well a game, too. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, we might as well just go. Yeah. So I jumped in the car with my mom and Dave and, and my girlfriend, Samantha, and um, yeah, we left like right after the game. So we <laughs> went back and packed a suitcase, both of us, Sam and I, and, um, and then Dave drove the whole entire night, my mom's boyfriend. So he was the, he was the, he was the, the, MVP. Champ. He was the year. He drove all eight hours. Like we got there at, I think eight in the morning and, uh, and I just went straight to bed and, uh, went to the rink at three o'clock and went right into it. Had a game. Uh, I, we were playing against the Marlies too. And it was my birthday, and I think I had <laughs> 35 tickets or something. Yeah, so yeah. friends and family that came and got to play in the Yardman Arena, which obviously it's called the CAA Arena now. But yeah. It was called the Yardman when Belleville, the Belleville Bulls yeah. played there. So that was special to me because I'm yeah. looking up around. I'm like, this is, like, unbelievable. I was here, you know, 10 years as ago a kid. skating yeah, around yeah. as a kid enjoying it. And there's a lot of same things. They still have these green seats who used to be yeah. there when, when the Bulls were there. Um, so it was crazy. I remember I went on the ice and, um, this is pregame. I just went on the ice and stood out there in my running shoes and was just stick handling. I had new gloves and, and stuff and just trying to get comfortable. And I was just looking around and I was like, Oh, this is awesome. Like it didn't really <laughs> hit me, but that was a moment where I really felt present. And I was like, yeah. this is pretty awesome. Like today's my birthday. I'm playing in front of 35 of my friends and family. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm playing in a rink that I've skated in for how yeah. many years and, uh, so many good memories on that ice mountain. Like I would, even when the bulls were done practice, the guys would let me go out there and skate. So I'd skate around. So like today at the end of practice, you know, practice done guys yeah. are messing around for half an hour or whatnot. So the guys would always let me go on the ice and skate with them. And I'd play three on three with them and, and whatnot. So all those memories <laughs> kind of came back and hit me. And yeah. there's so many things going on that day. Like even the Marley's 
one of my best friends, Nick Robertson, was on the other team. And that was a really cool moment for him yeah. and I, too, just to be able to play against each other again. And he was really happy for me because, obviously, he's in the NHL now, but he, uh, he's he he's been supporting me for a long time and in my support corner. So that was another pretty cool thing to be able to play against him. And, yeah, it was it was unreal. I uh, I could talk on and on about that day, you know. <laughs> I, even when I was standing on the ice yeah. stick handling, one of the rink guys, Shane Hoskin, came over to talk to me. And it's a guy, you know, I've known their family for a while now, and I've always seen him at the rink in Belleville, and he's worked there for a long time. And he came up and told me that I was the first ever Belleville-born player to play for the yeah, Belleville Senators. I, I, yeah, I heard so that. that. Yeah. When he told me that, I was standing on the ice, I was like, oh, that's that's a pretty that's, cool accomplishment. That's really crazy when you think about it. It is. That the only guy. But then again, here in Fort Wayne, only a handful. I mean, yeah. there's – been summit. I mean, over 72 years, you're talking, you can count on two hands how many guys yeah. from Fort Wayne have played here. Yeah. So maybe it's not all that weird. No, but it was, yeah, it was when I heard that, I was like, oh, this is, this is pretty cool. Yeah. It doesn't get much better than this. I was like, if I play 20 minutes tonight <laughs> or five minutes tonight, I think I'll still be happy. So it's a surreal moment, man. It was. It, cool. was it was pretty special. Definitely, definitely one of the best birthdays I've ever had. So. <laughs> how old are you? 22. That was 22. Okay. Yep, 22. So, yep. so tw- was, was 21 memorable, or do you remember remember any? <laughs> 21 was memorable as well. Actually, I actually share. I I honestly think it was because it's so close to Halloween. I think we we grouped it together with a team Halloween party. Okay. So it was like a two in one. But yeah, it yeah. Was, I definitely remember that one too. <laughs> 22 is a little better than 21, honestly. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, good. Well, I'm glad, glad you remember 21. Yeah. That's, that's good. Some people, a lot of people don't. Yeah, for me in Canada, it was the 19-year-old. Oh, that's right. right. You can drink when you're 19. 21 yeah. for us was like, it was like, oh, I'm yeah. 21 now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it wasn't, um, I wasn't too, too excited like some Americans are. Like, I yeah. know my girlfriend, it was a big thing for her. She has a yeah. twin sister as well. So her and her sister, that was a big moment for them. Too, yeah. When they both so where did you meet your girlfriend? Okay, so there's another story. All so, right, I love it. Yeah, we got lots of time here, Shane. <laughs> hey, man, this is we we do have unlimited time, we do. so let's have it. Um, so when I got back from, so during the COVID year, I was uh, brings back to COVID year. We um, went to Austria. My my agent had set up uh, for three of OHL guys to go play for this team in Austria, okay. and uh, we just wanted to play. We were, we weren't doing anything. We're like we didn't we need to practice. We need yeah. to do something. Like I couldn't stand sitting at home anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that opportunity came up and we ended up going to Austria and we were there for two months. And then once that season ended, we were coming back because we still were hoping that the OHL was going to play. Yeah. Um, the OHL didn't end up playing, but basically the reason why I went, we went to Austria was to get ready for the OHL season. It was a big year for me. That was my draft year, which I kind of missed out on, but it was a big year. And so we went over to Austria and, and nothing happened there and the OHL didn't play. So I was like, okay, well. Now I've got how many X amount of months left until the next potential season starts. I need to start training. Yeah. So I was like, I don't want to sit at home. I So I stayed at home for a few weeks, and I had family friends um, in Chicago, the Johnsons, who actually was one of my dad's best friends from junior hockey, Rob Johnson. I stayed with his family okay. from Chicago. So they actually – he came and played for Belleville and played junior hockey, and he played in Belleville with my dad and played junior together. And – um so I ended up going to Chicago and training training there. So I kind of went there with no plans. I was like, the U.S. was a lot more open than Canada was. Yeah, yeah. Um, I knew I was allowed to skate there. Um, so I kind of just went there with just, okay, let's try and figure something out here. And I found a skills coach, and, and then that skills coach introduced me to a, a personal trainer. And then 
I ended up staying there for the whole entire summer doing uh, personal tra- or training and, and skating while everyone else at home wasn't doing anything. So it was great for me. And the family that um, I was staying with belonged to a country club, and which was different for me too. I've never experienced anything <laughs> like that either. <laughs> a little right? too highbrow. For, yeah, fancy. It, exactly, right? <laughs> like I wasn't, I wasn't used to it. I was like, oh, this place is pretty special, yeah, you yeah. know? And, <laughs> and uh, my girlfriend Samantha was actually working there for that summer as um, as like a women's golf pro. So she was helping okay. out with um, you know women's classes and giving lessons to women and stuff. And I actually met her when I at the country club one time, and uh, we ended up going on a few dates near the end of the summer. And then we kind of just stayed connected, and yeah. then from there on, yeah, we just started dating. So it was pretty funny how. Uh, how that all happened, you know, like, yeah, we kind of joke all the time, like how, like how bad COVID was for everyone. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that was one of the positives, you know, that came yeah. out of it. So, yeah. so yeah, so it was, it was nice. And I ended up going back to Chicago actually. Uh, I have every summer since then. Yeah. So I think I've been going for three, three summers now. So, um, yeah, the Johnson family has been great to me, you know, Asher, Olivia and Carrie and Rob, um, they've all been had open arms for me to stay at their house. Yeah. So I got to stay at their house, kind of like a billet situation. Yeah. And yeah. Asher is, uh, he's 13 years old. So Asher and I would always go play golf together and stuff. He was like a little brother and never had a little brother. So it you was were the little brother. You got, I was the like, little oh, brother. I got someone to beat on. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> you should see, you know, Carrie, uh, Asher's mom, you know, she has plenty of videos of Asher and I going at it and fighting and <laughs> mini sticks or, or whatnot. Uh, but it was fun, you know. Yeah, I, I love going to Chicago. So now Chicago is kind of my second home. And so oh, my girlfriend, Chicago. Yeah, my girlfriend yeah. Samantha's from Chicago. Yeah. So, and her, she says her two brothers that live there. So, you got a favorite food in Chicago? Do you have a go to? Uh, I got to say, have you tried Chicago pizza? Yes, had? I'm okay. going to go with Chicago pizza. Okay. And I'm going to go with, there's two places. I think it's. Giorgiano's and Lou Malnati's. Yes, those were those are the pizza places. Those are the pizza places. Yes. There was one that was in yeah. the, like literally two minutes from their house. Yeah. I think it was Lou Malnati's. Yes. I love their deep deep dish yeah. pizza. Yeah, yeah. It's that you know what I I go back and forth. I'm actually I love Chicago pizza, but I love New York style pizza more. But it's got to be legit New yeah. York style pizza. Yep. So and <laughs> some people kind of make fun of me, but I still think my go-to would be a Domino's pizza. Really? <laughs> oh, see, I, some I love... Some people kind of like chirp me for that because yeah. of how much better that Chicago-style pizza is, but sometimes I just like yeah. the greasy Domino's pizza. My mother's the same way. Yeah. I, I'm a guy... I like mom-and-pop pizza shops. Yeah. Just, even here in Fort Wayne. It's like, that's what... I don't like corporate pizza. Yeah. Uh, but my mother, no, it's Domino's. Domino's. Or, uh, can't, yeah. It's yeah. Like, there's so many other <laughs> options, Mom. And she's uh, like, well, this was seven bucks. That's yeah. what I basically <laughs> exactly. cares about. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yeah, the deep ditch pizza, it's un- unbelievable. Yeah. 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 I, could, I could eat that for days. Even the leftovers. I feel like the oh, leftovers yeah. are, are even better. better. Yeah. Why is that? They're <laughs> even better because you can put them in the oven. Actually, if you have an air fryer, yeah. stick it in the air fryer. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's so actually good. better. Yeah. I don't know why. Do you find that yeah. too? I find I think the leftovers it's because are it, better. It actually, you can crisp it up and yeah. it makes it crunchy. So I, I like the crunchy. Me too. Of it. Yeah. Yep. You're right. So, you're right. Yeah. Little, little tips here. <laughs> uh, so you're a, go- a golfer or a, were you a golfer before you met <laughs> so your girlfriend? It was honestly, I wasn't really golfing that much until I went to Chicago yeah. and I started playing because they were at the country club and Asher, who was 13, is obsessed with golf and he's he's better than I am as a 13 year old. <laughs> And um, 
so he was golfing all the time and he kind of needed a buddy to golf with. And I liked golf. I wasn't really into golf. I wasn't like before then I was maybe golfing, you know, five, 10 times a summer. So like that was still a good amount for me, but like a lot of guys like, you know, get really into golf and yeah. and play, you know, all the time. But I was just kind of playing here and there when friends asked me, yeah. I wasn't really looking to go play. Um, and then I really got into it that summer because I was probably playing like two, three times a week because there was nothing else I could do. Yeah. I couldn't work in the U.S. I yeah. didn't have a visa or anything. Yeah, yeah. So I was literally yeah. working out, skating every single day, five days a week, yeah. and then even six days most of the time. And, and then I'd just be golfing Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. So it was great. I did get a little bit better. I, my handicaps improved a lot. Before, <laughs> I was like a not, mid-90s golfer. Now I'm like an 80s golfer. So. Oh, okay. So I've gotten a lot better. You know, I still have a double digit handicap, but I'm getting better. I'm getting better. My <laughs> girlfriend's my girlfriend's really good. I've only beat her twice though. She's really good. I, it sounds like it. I mean, yeah. she's a golf pro. Yeah, so I she mean. she actually played Division 2 golf um really? in Colorado yeah. Springs. So yeah. she was playing there at the time when I met her. Um but she missed the first season was like a kind of a COVID season. Yeah. I kind of didn't play too much and then she only played really more her second and third here. And then they just cut her program, so she decided to graduate earlier. So she yeah. just graduated at Christmas, and then now she just got a job with the LPGA, actually. What's she doing? She does, like, player um, player uh, assistance. It's, like, player assistance and development, athlete development. Okay. So she's really working, like, with the athletes on, like, there's so many things like that yeah. that I've done as a hockey player that, you know, I've – tried to like yeah. ex help explain to her and now she's understanding more and more about all the seminars yeah doing about nutrition and, yeah and it, it goes on and on so she's just she's actually started this week so i think today's her second oh. day uh <laughs> of work uh in person so she's in florida right now for a tournament this yeah. weekend and she's there basically she's there monday to thursday before the tournament starts and make sure everything's set yeah. up and all the athletes are good and and get everything they need and and then, I'm yeah, also, she's going from there. So she's learning a lot as well. So I can't really give you too many details because I'm still learning yeah. as well. Um, but, yeah, it's athlete development is her is her main job. So she's really excited. She's worked in golf for a while now. Yeah. She also used to work um, for Callaway last summer okay. being a club fitter. Um, so she's hooked me up with some new golf clubs too. So that's helped my game as well yeah. uh, along with her lessons. But, um, yeah, no, she, so she's been very, uh, very excited for her new job. And she's very happy to be done done school and kind of get a get a big girl job she calls it <laughs> and now you were uh you're obsessed with sticks right because you yes you're, so it's like are you have that same passion for golf clubs at yeah. all? <laughs> i've learned more and more so at yeah. first it's kind of is it kind of like well it's kind of like the same thing exact same yeah okay it's, it's crazy it's honestly it's okay. crazy to think because yeah. when you look at a golf club or you look at a hockey stick if you're not you know dealing with the game on a day-to-day -day basis you just yeah. look at a hockey stick oh it's yeah. a hockey stick yeah. Right. You know, I'm sure you can get different graphics or whatnot, but yeah. like you don't realize all the customizations you can oh, make yeah. with a hockey stick. And yeah. then I obviously realized that as I got more into golf, I started, you know, noticing like, oh, I do like this grip that's a little bit thicker, or I do like yeah. the stiffer shaft, or I do like the way that club looks, you know? So there is so many little details that you can customize or whatnot, where she did for me, which yeah. was awesome. Cause uh, last year she came and visited in Tulsa and I was with my roommate. Uh, Michael Farron and, and she said that uh, she would she would get um, she would get me new golf clubs so we went right to the simulator and she she like looked at my swing and everything we tried a bunch of different clubs yeah. out and then she had me down pat about what I should get <laughs> and uh, there was hundreds of grips I could pick from there was different shafts there was 
different uh i could get like silver clubs or i could get blacked out clubs you can do there's so much stuff you can do which i thought was very interesting because when you don't when you're not playing a sport like that you yeah. don't realize all these customizations and then you start to understand it's like okay that's why that athlete notices when he uses one stick or another yeah. or that's why a golfer may notice like a difference between all these little details where it's like I say to Sky all the time, I he, I probably drove him nuts at the start of the year about my skates because I'm so picky about my blades. Yeah. Because I like to have lots of glide. It helps with my skating. And he, uh, when I originally got to Fort Wayne, the ice here is a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, it's a little softer than, than some other rinks. So yeah. when I got here, I was really sinking into the ice all the time. I'm like, Sky, what, what's going on with these blades, man? What's going on with these blades? And we tried like four or five different sharpenings and – and even when I notice like the tiniest little nick, like I can notice it on the ice. And yeah. I'm like, I'm probably driving Skyler nuts <laughs> right now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you notice those little things, like the more and more you're around the game. So I started to notice that yeah. more and more like being around golf, like little things I started to like that you could customize or whatnot. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of details to all this stuff we do. And, it is. You know? Yeah. And it was cool to yeah. see, uh, see how she is with another sport too. And now yeah. she gets to deal with a lot of athletes too. So hopefully there's things I can even, you know, learn from her. <laughs> what she's learning from other athletes, you know, whether it's a routine or, or whatnot. You yeah. Know. <laughs> How did she like Canada? It was her first time. First, actually. Yeah. Yeah. First time coming to Canada. Yeah. She liked it at first, but you know, some people in the U S think Canada, like we drive on the opposite it's side. Right, of the like road. It's totally <laughs> right. It's like, there's not really much difference. No, I remember one girl at the country club asked me if we drive on the opposite side of the road. And I'm like, no, like no, it's North America. <laughs> no, we're, all, we're all the yeah. same. Like we live in igloos up there or something, but, no, she liked it. She's, she loves America though. She loves the U.S. U.S. Um, so she, um, but she enjoyed coming to Canada. It's definitely different yeah. scenery for her yeah. and, and everything. But she enjoys it. Hopefully, she she continues to want to come back to Canada. <laughs> did, did she find anything, uh, you know, Canadian that she likes other than you? Yeah. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first stop that she wanted was Tim Hortons. She heard, had all this hype about Tim Hortons, and then. Uh, I brought her to a Tim Hortons and it was kind of yeah. a bust. It wasn't like as good as she thought well, it was going to be. I Tim, however, Tim Hortons coffee is. I got my Dunkin' cup here, but yeah. no, I mean it's because it's closer to my house. But yeah, <laughs> but Tim Hortons coffee. I don't know what it is about it. It's good. It is. Yeah. So and there has been yeah. so many times where like we'll stop. We always stop at a Tim Hortons usually on the way to a road trip, yeah. right? Like Toledo, Kalamazoo, whatever. I was trying to find Tim Hortons. And it's so good. I always get a coffee, and I always just I just gun it because I just love it. I just yeah. gun it, right? And I'm getting ready to go on the air, and I am literally just <laughs> flinching. I'm like, and I'm like running around the arena. It's like yeah. there's been so many times where I've gone on the air, and I'm uh, like, I'm like, people know that I'm just jacked up because I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> So I'll tell my mom that. I'll be like, yeah, Shane just had a couple too many ex- Timmy's this morning. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like it's all about the timing. And I'm in my old age, I'm like, sip this, Shane. Just take the yeah. sip. Just sip it. Don't gun it. Because, oh, there's been a lot of games where I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brought to you by Tim Hortons. Brought, yeah, exactly. Shane is brought to you by Tim Hortons. <laughs> yeah. But so did she try a poutine or anything no, like that? No, we didn't. We didn't do yeah. anything other than that. I wanted to bring her to Ottawa. I'm about two and a half hours from Ottawa but it's so hard with the hockey schedule I yeah. wanted to bring her to there in the winter and you can skate on the canal oh there. yeah yeah I'd love to do that she's kind of new into skating now too and she loves going out and skating and we'll go rollerblading in the summer together and stuff in Belleville there's a lot of nice pathways by the water and um but I wanted to take her to Ottawa to go on the canal and there's beaver tails there too have you ever heard of beaver uh-uh. tail 
Okay, maybe that is a Canadian. Okay, thing. yeah, that it's is kind of like yeah. a pastry that you get. Okay, it's like a warm pastry that you can get like cinnamon sugar okay. on and stuff, and it looks like a beaver okay. tail. Um, so that's kind of like tradition. You go to Ottawa and you ski in the canal and you get hot chocolate and and go get oh. a beaver tail. So I'd like to yeah. do that one day, but with our schedule and everything, it yeah, doesn't, I don't yeah. really have time to do that. So hopefully we can <laughs> plan that one day. And you said she has a twin. She has an identical. Has twin there been sister. any awkward moments with the twin? No, no. <laughs> Some guys sometimes say that. It's like, can you ever like? Yeah, know? Like, and I'm like, you can tell, you can tell. But when they're younger, like I, she showed me pictures from when they're younger. Yeah. She's like, all right, I want you to guess. And I'm like, oh, this is a lot of yeah. pressure. If I get this wrong, you know. <laughs> and uh, you can kind of tell, but the pictures when they're younger, it's like, oh my goodness, you have no clue. Yeah. Yeah. Now you can tell easily because they have different hairstyles. Um. But yeah, it's kind of funny. They're actually mirror twins as well. Oh my god! And and there's been times yeah. too, even like where they have like this twin telepathy thing, where they know when something's going on yeah. wrong with their sister. And I remember one time it was last year, Sam and I were together, and she was like starting to get really anxious and like felt weird, and yeah. she knew there was something wrong. Which I always say like I'm like there's no way this is real <laughs> twin telepathy, but then I experienced it firsthand with Samantha and Sarah and. And Sam had called Sarah, and, and, and Sarah's fire alarm was going off, or smoke detector was going off in her apartment wow. because she burned her pizza or something. <laughs> and she just felt like there was something going on. And when she answers the phone, and you just hear the beep going yeah. off and everything, and it's like, wow. That's creepy. Like, little things like that. Yeah. I'm like, okay, maybe it is a little real. <laughs> but then I'm like, you guys talk so much throughout the day. Like, I yeah. can't believe it, you know? When, yeah. When you're just like, oh, I'm anxious. I'm going to call Sarah. But half the time, you know, she's – most of the time she's yeah. right. So it is it is kind of <laughs> crazy. But, you know, it's definitely different, to, you know, for your girlfriend to have a identical twin sister. But they're so close and they're best friends. Yeah. So I, I, I can't complain. Sarah's great, so – and she's here with you, or Sam? Yep. She's okay. Yep. So she's been. Well, staying. she's in Florida right now, but yes. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need to rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after what we went through at Rapid City. Oh my goodness! So you were, did you? You were the bus back and forth, so right? So I just went so, there. I okay, then you meeting, went home. Okay. I met her. I actually met her in Florida. So pretty cool is my grandparents have a, okay. a small little house in Florida, and her first event with the LPGA was three kilometers. Well, I go like kilometers. Yeah. a couple miles <laughs> yeah. away. From uh, from the hotel she was staying at with her work, so it was great. So she went up a week earlier and did her work online, and then I got to stay there for you know three four days, and I left from Rapid City. Did were you able to get out? Because yes, I did. I heard about I heard about your travel. How you oh the bus beat you back or something? Yeah, the bus. I oh my aunt man. Yeah, I, we don't uh, need to get into it. It brings up bad memories. Oh no no, I'll I'll tell <laughs> the story. I uh, I was supposed to leave Rapid City Sunday at. Two o'clock Rapid City time. Yeah, I was going to be home by ten forty that night. So our plane just kept getting pushed back, pushed back, pushed back, and we had to go to Minneapolis to Fort Wayne. Yeah. So oh, you should have jumped on my flight in the morning. <sighs> That's where I went at six in the morning. Well, this is where you know well, I wanted to sleep in. I'm like, yeah, hey, yeah. We're, we're, I don't want to have to. Get, I won't even go to bed because I'm gonna have to be. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to be at the airport like at four. That's what we were I'm like, uh, it's yeah. like, no, I'll just take the later one. Not a big deal. Yeah. Uh, so took. The, yeah, it was later. All right. Um, <laughs> so I don't know how many it got. It was 
weather, which obviously, of course, no big deal. Yeah. I knew that was going to happen. And then it was mechanical, and then they didn't have a crew, and then it was this, this, and this. So I didn't get to Minneapolis until like 2.30 in the morning. Uh. And, okay, obviously I've missed the, the flight. Yeah. Uh, so my next option was either to take like the 7.30 to Atlanta, then to Fort Wayne, or I could stay in Minneapolis until 7.30 that night and just take the next one to Fort Wayne. Oh. So I ended up, like, I just switched airlines. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to take the first one. Actually, I couldn't even go home. I had to go to Minneapolis to Chicago. And then get and a then, then get, No, and then I just, I just flew home to, to oh, Fort Wayne. Oh, just flew It's, yeah, it's a 40-minute yes, yes. flight. Yeah, yeah. So actually, I, at about 11 o'clock that night, I'm like, okay, I don't know when I'm going to get out here. I just called my wife. I'm like, get me on the quick, the, the next flight. To, to Chicago, to Fort Wayne, yeah. you know, so, uh, yeah, so I got home about 1.30 the next day, hadn't slept, hadn't nothing, did not, had no idea where my luggage was, oh. <laughs> it was awful, I and got lucky then, yeah, a lot of, fo- a lot of guys I, got lucky, because they took that earlier yeah, flight, it was, there was like five of us that went on that yeah. Minneapolis flight at like 6.45, yeah, and even that got pushed back like yeah. half an hour, yeah, and I had a connection flight, and I had about like 35 minutes between <sighs> my flight and the connection, and I sprinted to the gate, and I made it there on time. I was so happy because that next flight, my connection flight, was going to Sarasota to Florida. So I ended up getting to Florida at like 2 p.m. on Sunday. Jeez. Oh, I know. Yeah, here I was all cocky. Hey, I'm flying home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking, I'm the, not bus taking the bus <laughs> yeah. Karma. Karma gets yeah. me every time. I got, I got lucky. <laughs> I did get lucky. I was happy that worked out. Otherwise, I would have been pretty miserable too. Yeah. Oh. But you but you bus there though. I, I mean, it was there. a pretty uh, – yeah sturdy bus yeah. ride was that what like a well yeah. and well and you guys in the ohl you guys i mean well my, juniors yeah. in general yeah like the guys in the, in, in the western oh. league they had some pretty horrific oh i travel i have the most bus trip i've ever done is like nine hours and that's a day before our bus trip we leave at like 10 o'clock in yeah. the morning and you're fine where it's like i talked to jake even chase on and he's yeah. like dude you should see the bus trips oh yeah we do we yeah. go for like two weeks at a time on road trips and yeah. stuff and i'm like oh I never experienced anything like that. And then we obviously took the sleeper bus and some guys hate it. Some guys love it. I actually don't mind it. I really don't mind it. I yeah. like it for the first eight hours. <laughs> and then when you're trying to sleep at night and then you hit the side bumps on the tracks and you can't see out the window yep. and you're like, <laughs> here we go. You yeah. know, you just don't know what's going on. But like our bus is that bus is so nice. Yeah. Anyways, for the players, like we'll have our individual bunks, our own sheets, our own curtains, everything. Yeah. So, you really can't complain too much. I mean, just to hang all your friends and play cards for a few hours, it's not too yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, we haven't. you have yet to get on, like, one where we've been gone for, like, two weeks. Yeah. We, we've had those before. Oh, really? And uh, I never forget when we went to – it was uh, – we went to Glens Falls. We went to Worcester. We did this whole – it was – it was I think it was nine days maybe all together. Oh, wow. And I remember when you finally got home, I, I never really realized it till about maybe – couple hours before we actually got home that bus stunk i had oh, never yeah. I, I was like i just you just you're, you're in it Nine so like days. you don't realize yeah. it and for some reason yeah. i was like th- two or three hours from home like oh my god get me out of here this <laughs> stinks that's very funny that is so true though. <laughs> it is so true that's what i said to all the guys we're driving to the, the airport at like four in the morning on the shuttle and i'm like Boys, that bus is not going to smell good after 20 hours. <laughs> like 20 hours of all the guys on there just eating junk food and stuff. Oh, yeah. gosh. Have you heard the story? I mean, have Sid tell you the story of the bus ride from hell during the COVID year? 
and this is a famous story. I've shared this a lot, but I'll tell you about it. Um, we played in Allen, Texas. It was the year that we won the cup. And of course, in the middle of June, this was actually it was Father's Day. And uh, I flew home, of course. <laughs> so I was, <laughs> they weren't happy with me. Uh, but they, you know, it's, oh, it's like, tw- I'm not sure, 20 hours. I don't know what it is from yeah, Allen, but it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's far yeah. away. Middle of June. They barely get out of town. It's right after the game. So like that morning, right when it's starting to get hot, the air conditioner goes out in the bus. Now, you can't open the windows on this bus. There's no windows to open. Yeah. So for the next 13 hours, these guys did not have air conditioning. And uh, from I've heard that it's just, it was a horror movie. Oh, my god. You know, goodness. because guys were, I mean, they were just, everyone's in their underwear. Because yeah. <laughs> it's, you're just, and like, and you would, they would stop and try and get some ice just to pack their bodies with it, ice. It was that bad. It was that bad. And just to get food. It's like, it was Father's Day. So it's like any place they stopped, well, it was packed. You know, like you can't get twenty guys in there yeah. for a father. You know, cause yeah. It's, yeah. So uh, and then COVID was still kind of going on. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess it was. I'm surprised no one was murdered. There oh was no, there was because <laughs> it was like if you look at someone wrong, I'm gonna I'm Seriously. going to strangle you. <laughs> and you know what's funny is like even when it when we went to Rapid City and it's minus thirty yeah. or whatever. I go by Celsius. Sorry. <laughs> But when it's so Just cold, cold. <laughs> when it's cold, yeah. <laughs> when it's cold out like that, um, even on the bus trip there, the it's bus cold. got hot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it did. Okay. Oh, like we even had the air conditioning on driving there. Really? Yes. Like throughout the night, like the yeah. bus was getting hot, and I find that funny because I was like, oh my goodness, it was freezing out, and we were still yeah. hot on that bus. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's different oh. on the on, on like the because like you guys go in the back, you got all the bodies packed up, yes. and you shut the door, and it gets hot. Yes. Up front, it's cold. Because oh, really? all that cold air comes up through the vents there in the oh, front, really? so yeah, it's actually cold. Because usually I've got I've got special bus pants that my wife bought me. They're like insulated, so Your it's warm like, pants. So, it's like, so I have my bus pants. <laughs> <laughs> so I always make sure I wear those on those long trips when it's going to be cold. So that's funny. Little, little tricks like that. Yeah, veteran right there. Yeah, veteran, veteran move, move right there. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> <laughs> All right, brother. Well, hey, man, I think uh, we covered a lot here. We probably cover a lot more, but yeah, I'm sure I you need to talk for hours. Yeah, yeah. But we'll get you, we'll get you a Domino's coupon. We'll get you a pizza tonight <laughs> and for doing this. <laughs> All right, man. I appreciate yeah. it, brother. Yeah, thanks, Shane. I appreciate it. For well, that me. episode was downright delightful, if I do say so myself. That was great. I want to thank Cam Suprika for joining me on this week's episode. It sounds like we might be able to do another episode with that guy, and maybe we will uh, down the road. But for now, we're just gonna bask in the glory, which was that episode. And I want to thank everybody for listening. And if you get a chance, go back and listen to some of the past performances we've had. We've got over 100 episodes for you to choose from, so if you don't like talking to friends and families and and coworkers, this is a great way to waste time. Go back and listen to those and some of the hidden gems we got tucked in there as well. So again, I want to thank Cam for joining me on this week's episode. I want to thank you for joining me, and I want to thank Spice Dog Provisions for making it happen. So thank you once again for listening to this week's episode of the Spice Dog Provisions Comments Podcast.